Well, that, you know, that's just incredible that you did that. I, I can relate yeah. only in the, there, I reached a point where with my electric guitars, I was like, you know, I'm tired of taking these in to be set up. I'm just going to learn to set up myself. And I watched yeah. a bunch of YouTube videos and man, I love YouTube because <laughs> yeah, exactly. Me too. It's like, uh, yeah, I've become, you know, the household mechanic thanks to YouTube and <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and uh, yeah, and I'm still learning with every build. Um, and, you know, I'm sure there, I mean, there's lots of luthiers out there with a lot more experience and knowledge than I am, I'm sure. But, you know, I'm at the point where I'm very happy with the, the, you know, the instruments I make. So I'm comfortable with the quality of them. And that's, that's good. That's a good feeling. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Well, I know you've shared um, things with me in emails and pictures. Is there a place where people can see what you're building? Do you have a website? Yeah. I, I don't remember off the top of my head. I'm sorry. Yeah, I created a website this Christmas uh, that I put together, uh, which is heimguitars.no. Um, I can resend the link to you. Uh, and there I put out um, both build pictures and pictures of finished guitars and some recordings and stuff like that. Some of my other music as well, but it's not for classical guitar. And yeah, just all my musical and building activities are somewhere collected there. Somehow collected Very cool. There. Yeah. I actually do think of it. I forget sometimes, but I, I do think I've <laughs> been to that because I was checking out all your stuff. But yeah, if you don't mind resending the link, I'd, yeah, I'm sure totally everyone would be very interested in checking that out. Totally do that. I'll share it. Um, cool. What about the uh, the new compositions? I'd like to, because I'm yeah. going to play those after our interview on the podcast. And there's some, um, before we go there, there's a couple of things I've wanted to. Uh, um, bounce off you. Oh, okay. Or that I had in mind actually, and it, it's it's related to uh, guitar construction and also some of the topics you've had on the show, right? Awesome. Uh, and one of the one of the things that come up is uh, compositions for classical guitar, right? That's part of the reason why I started this. And yeah, that's uh, kind of the main. <laughs> and so, the main idea. yeah, and if you look at the history of the classical guitar, um, that could be partially the reason why there are not so many works for guitar as other instruments, right? Because uh, the guitar shape we know today didn't appear until, you know, the 1850s uh, when this guy, Antonio Torres, started, uh, you know, evolving the guitar into uh, the shape we see today. And he's kind of considered the, the, the father of modern classical guitars. Uh, before that, you know, you had the four-string guitar in the Renaissance, which was more of a folk instrument to strum. You had, you know, you got five strings uh, into the Baroque periods, but lute was, you know, still the high art instrument or whatever. Uh, and so these uh, guitars back then, they lacked volume. Uh, they lacked popularity in many cases among composers. Uh, and, uh, you know, definitely couldn't partake in an orchestra, which would just drown the sound, right? Right. Which is why there's not a lot of concertos. And um, so, so so that has a lot to do with it. And uh, that it wasn't until the 1850 when Antonio uh, Torres started evolving it uh, a lot more. That, um, you know, Terega uh, got one of his guitars, or three of his guitars over time. But, uh, you know... He, he uh, got one of the guitars, and uh, we all know what Terega did for classical guitar. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it wasn't until, you know, 1790s 
approximately that the guitar got six strings at all. So it's it's got a history of uh, being outcompeted a bit by the lute in the earlier musical periods, and uh, and um, I think that's a, a huge reason why there's you know much less works for the guitar. Oh, definitely. Appears, at I least. mean, it's a, it's a relatively young instrument. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's funny, uh, you know, the violinist referred to Stradivari, but he actually built guitars too. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, he, he I did. I did not know that. So uh, he did build guitars, actually. Um, and I think there's about four or five still in existence of those guitars, but they did not have the same <laughs> fame as his, his his violins, I would say. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Well, yeah, when I talk about that, I don't... Um, I mean, that is the reasoning behind it. And uh, it's more of a, a lament, if anything, is I do wish that we could have had some mm. of these composers works for yep. guitars but exactly there i mean like you say Terriga did you know really brought it to the next place and yeah. um and the, a lot of the old lute music plays quite well on the guitars too so there's yeah. uh, quite a bit of repertoire to, to pick from there as well definitely uh and a lot of the baroque is well like you said the lute um yep but specifically, like box music translates very well um, to all kinds of instruments, really. <laughs> yeah, he, that is kind of the, the thing with Bach is you can play uh -huh. him on anything. Um, exactly. And uh, so. I guess the the period I wish we had is because I do feel like we have a lot of good Baroque stuff and the Renaissance, and then hmm. some some Romantic. I do yeah, like the romantic guitar composers, but they can be also a bit like uh, uh, Mertz and Coste. Yeah, they're nice, but they're, they're a little long-winded sometimes. <laughs> like I, I totally agree, and I there's lots of guitar pieces I find completely boring, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> and just I, I don't really want to learn them or listen to them, but uh, there's uh, you know some of them I just found I, I I do like the romantic period and the melodic melodic ones. Uh, you know, a lot of melodic guitar pieces is something I like a lot. Um, but yeah. the thing too, also, you know, the classical period, then you started um, with Soar and Carulli and these guys, they wanted to write much more advanced music and they did, but the publishers didn't want it because they wanted pieces that people could play. <laughs> so, so, you know, I think uh, a lot of music got lost there too, which was potentially some of the best work of at least Carulli, they say. Um, that the publishers just rejected his work because it was too complicated. Oh, really? Yeah. So <laughs> that's so, so interesting because Karuli yeah. is one that I've. That's one I've gotten bored with. Like yeah. I just, at some point I just said I'm done with Karuli. I... <laughs> yeah, it's it's you know it's a lot of studies and simpler pieces, right? Lots of great ones and great for learning. And then you know there's a good variety yeah, they, there as well. But uh, they make great student pieces. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I played one of his guitar concertos when I was in college, the A major mm. one. Yeah. And I just didn't think it was very fun to play, to tell you the truth. I, I liked the, <laughs> I liked to listen to it. Yeah. But I found it, uh, there were sections of it that um, a lot of practice, a lot of work, uh, some of those like fast arpeggios that were um, triplets, and, you know, 
it took a lot of technicality and then I just, the reward was, it just didn't feel very <laughs> rewarding, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I guess I should be careful and, uh, you know, commenting on classical guitar composers. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too. But <laughs> it might quickly boomerang back to me or us or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's a fair point. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, we all, we all have our preferences as far as... Yeah what kind of um, music um, we uh, enjoy playing and listening to. So definitely. Well, you know, I, I definitely used to have more of a um, kind of a college student know-it-alls attitude. And, and I was more judging these pieces by their composition, you know, and feel like, Oh, this just doesn't have the, uh, the compositional qualities that could have been, or, you know, but now to me, it's more like, is it fun to play? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's, that's really where it comes down to me is, is it fun to play? Is it fun to listen to? Mm -hmm. And I, I, I'm actually kind of in a struggle there with, um, Villalobos because (coughs) I find most of his music very, very fun to play. Mm, And I find some of it nice to listen to. Um, but what's kind of left is the handful of etudes that were the last choices for me. Yeah. And I want to get through them all just to say I have, played through and at one point had every Villalobos solo piece in my fingers. Mm. And, you know, like I'm, I'm doing number four right now and I'm, I'm really tired of it because I, I don't find it musically rewarding and mm. really even technically rewarding, but, um, yeah, exactly. Do, you know, but yet I'm, I'm and forcing myself to see it through. <laughs> sometimes it's like, who am I doing this for? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Am I doing this for me or am I planning to perform it or record it or yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I well, that's exactly another thing. Uh, I hate to admit it, but I just, I don't perform anymore. Yeah. And uh, it just, it's just not a, there's no place in my life for it right now. And well, I mean, I don't know when to pandemic has been going on too. That's been uh, <laughs> challenging in any case. Right. So yes, but honestly for me it was before the pandemic pandemic has nothing to do with it uh i guess my outlet there has been more recording you know writing a piece recording it uh you know that's very exciting and 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 so the practice is getting it up to a recording level you know which is basically performance level you know i want to get a good recording and but a lot of that's really only been my composition i haven't recorded very many like works you know by other composers and no me neither i've done some youtube videos but not no recordings really of anything else than my own but yeah so but yeah no i i forced myself to start doing concerts again a few three four or five years ago i hadn't done one since college and so I oh was really like, yeah it was uh, a fearful a fearful event to go out to start performing again it was it felt like yeah that was quite a challenge but i was like yeah, i'm gonna do it and so i started doing you know senior centers and other things and then i started doing other places as well but um and uh, and i figured you know that's that's something i've been wanting to do and uh, so i just decided I'm going to and that helps uh, build confidence and uh, and uh, you know performing again as well and, and that's great yeah that's so, awesome yeah and I'm having a lot of fun so I, I made this uh, 
sort of a it's a mix of history and playing where I talk about the you know the history of classical guitar basically about the development and all that and play different music from different eras uh, to make sort of a story around it instead of just performing which uh, has been kind of fun that's cool I love that idea yeah, I'd, I've really been enjoying doing it and performing that. And, uh, you know, it's it's sort of a, I mean, it, when you listen to classical guitar for a long time, it becomes, I mean, it can become, it's for special interested people, right? So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so when you have a crowd that may be not so familiar with the, um, with all the works or whatever, then uh, then I, I, it's a good way to break it up by also, uh, you know, you speaking for a bit and telling some history or stories. That's a great idea. Hmm. I, I, you know, I, yeah, like I'll, I'll play, um, basically anytime there's a guitar anywhere near, I pick it up and <laughs> to the <laughs> dismay of some people at family <laughs> gatherings and stuff, you know, and, but, uh, you know, I was like, I was playing, um, I don't remember what I was playing, but I was playing like, a, you know, a, an actual piece and my brother-in-law he said something like it's, you're just playing a bunch of like cantina music <laughs> i was like no this is like a, a famous classical piece you know but uh <laughs> so it probably really helps because I, I you know there it is a special interest it, it probably helps to have a little guide through the music well like for uh, instance yeah exactly like for instance everybody's heard green sleeves right uh-huh. nobody knows that comes out of the renaissance right or har- hardly anybody knows that right so yeah, yeah. you know you're putting some context into where some of these tunes come from that they might be familiar with too. So, yeah, yeah, that's it. I love that. So, but that's always <laughs> it's always interesting. I was I was playing one place. Uh, you you meet some interesting people too. I was playing at my grandmother's senior center. This was actually uh, years ago. Uh, before I started performing and I just brought the guitar and this woman is sitting next to me just pulling my sleeve is just like do you play the harmonica I'm like no, <laughs> I play the guitar <laughs> oh can you play the harmonica I'm like I only have a guitar <laughs> so and I, I had this uh, similar experience a couple of years ago and one of the local senior centers and this woman is like so could you play something with a little more punch in it? <laughs> and I'm like, well, I did invite for a classical guitar concert, <laughs> but I'd like something with more rhythms. And <laughs> so I'm like, okay, we'll, we'll go to yeah, South so America strong. next. <laughs> See, I mean, it's, uh, it's but that's, that's just good stories, right? Yep. Good war stories. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I had one, I used to play at this restaurant, which I've, I actually really enjoy playing at restaurants because it's no pressure. Yeah. And yet people really seem to enjoy it. You know why they're having a steak, you know, they, but mm. there was this just loud, obnoxious guy that sat down right in front of me. And I may have told this on the podcast once. I think you did. I seem okay. to remember you told the story about, he thought the... I was going to play a poison song. Yeah. And you know, he was loud. <laughs> I could hear everything he was saying. And, uh, you know, said, here it comes. Every rose has its thorn, you know. So I <laughs> I just launched right into the grand solo. And really at the time, I was probably at the peak of my playing abilities. Uh, and fortunately that night, had a really good night. I came out strong and I just, it felt really good. Cool. And, uh, you know, he shut right up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he liked it, but it definitely, 
was more than he was expecting. <laughs> yeah, but that's you know how I feel about playing the senior centers too. I mean, it's uh, they really enjoy it, and uh, there's uh, you know not so much pressure either. Um, yeah. But um, I guess performing is performing, but. And then sometimes I, um, I I do volunteer to play some places, but uh, I also, you know, take paid uh, concerts sometimes. So, right, it's mostly just to do something, try try different things, do something new. So, right on. It's a, it's a yeah. great way to keep your chops in shape. Yeah, that, that that's exactly right. So, anyway, I guess I diverged from the talk about compositions with talk about compositions. <laughs> well, that's great. We, I mean, really, I. <laughs> should talk more composition on the show <laughs> I, I, I don't i only have so much to say about it you know and so i yeah end up uh rambling about movies and whatnot but <laughs> uh, which is great i love that i mean well, uh thank I, you I, yeah i really liked the the show you had about the <laughs> the movie horror movie sh- showdown or whatever for your halloween <laughs> yeah me too but... so <laughs> I think we're going to do a, a follow-up this year because I, I kind of like the idea of doing a Halloween episode and mm. kind of at least at least on my part uh, what what I think I would do differently this time. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, but I think it's cool that you have other things uh, that's part of the show as well. So, well, thank you. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of become a fun thing, and people yeah. seem to enjoy it. So I really yeah. had in mind just music mm. but uh really over estimated how many compositions would be flying in each week you know? <laughs> well that's it, good it's become it seemed, what it is and you know it's it seemed for a while there that uh you know after the first uh five to ten episodes or something that there was uh, a bit of a shortage maybe but uh, it seems like yeah a lot more is coming in and that's great yeah i mean it it took a while to I think just for people to find it, mm. I didn't do a very aggressive like advertising campaign with it or anything. I was just kind of, yeah, you know, I, I I tried to get on some forums and stuff and throw it out there, but you know, I just I'm not a big forum guy or even social media. You know, I like I have accounts, but I just I I just don't like it, so I don't. I think I came yeah. across it by accident. I was searching for classical guitar on Spotify, or something, and it came up. So it was oh, cool. coincidence, I think. So <laughs> yeah, and then you know, more, the more people uh, listen to it, more people find it because it comes up like on things like that, you know. And yep. Uh, but then the the pandemic really is where it changed, I think, because mm. when the, you know, I was going for a while, um, really kind of got into this rhythm is okay. Well. I'll feature like a composer each episode and play what they send me, you know, and then during the pandemic, all of a sudden I'm getting, you know, I think people were home and they're like, okay, I'm going to finally record my pieces or finish them or whatever. I just started getting all these. And so I, I was like, I had to make a choice. Do I keep the same format of the show or do I have like one episode with 10 compositions? And ultimately I ended up it's still kind of that way now as I get a composition, I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll have you on the show in about three months, <laughs> you know, but that, I think it's a good thing. That is a good thing. I mean, and then yeah. you have more so things to choose between too. So that's great. Yep. Yep. So that being said, thank you, Christian. Um, I, I really do appreciate that. So uh, 
Now, are you a horror movie fan? I'm just going to go ahead and ask you since we've touched on that. I used to watch a lot more horror movies before than I do now. Um, so I um, I don't watch a lot of horror movies anymore, I must admit. Um, but then again, but, I, I don't watch too many movies anymore. <laughs> Feels yeah. like I always have something else to do. Um, <laughs> you know, as much as I talk about it, I'm, I'm the same way. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. But I, what I, I do... I, I was just gonna. I find there. I I enjoy. You know. I like. I say. I have a a real love of horror movies. But I'm often talking about things that I haven't seen anything new. You know. I don't. Yeah. Because I'd rather go fishing or. Yeah. So do I know. do actually. You know, watch some series uh, while I'm either doing some work that I can multitask on or something. Uh, yeah. Building or. You know, when I'm putting on French polish, I often have a Netflix going in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, it's not very often I sit down and watch a movie anymore, unless it's uh, something new and very exciting. But uh, I think sci-fi and uh, uh, is probably one of my favorite genres, uh, along with uh, you know some fantasy. Okay. So, I, but with the, it, I love it when there's a mix of horror into it. So, yeah, me too. Mm. I I like that sci-fi horror crossover. Yeah, I also just love. I'm actually, I one movie I do. I'm actually gonna try to make it to the theater to see is Dune. Mm. I don't know how familiar you are with Dune? But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read the book. Uh, okay. I watched the original movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, uh, I so hope this one's better. <laughs> I, I hope so too. <laughs> the original one. I mean, the book, the first book was fantastic. I, I loved it. And uh, I started to read the second one, I guess, and I didn't find that as enticing. I seem to did you Did you stop there? I think so, yeah. We, I, so. You didn't miss much. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I stuck through it. And yeah, I felt like the first one was, I, I love the first one. And yeah, the second yeah. one, they, they just get weirder and weirder. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. They, they, yeah, so, do. yeah. Um, no, no, I was um, just um, thinking, um, you started earlier to ask about my compositions. I don't know if you had any questions about that. But... <laughs> well, I just uh, thought, yeah, let's hear about them, like what they are and how they came about. I know you uh, had told me in an email, but I'd rather. Yeah. So um, tell everyone yourself. Yeah. Uh, so, so quite often I, um, I get ideas. Uh, I just sit and play around with the guitar and I get ideas that I start working on. And then quite often I just leave them around for a long time to process and then come back and, you know, complete them at other times. So it's very rarely that I create a whole piece on the fly. Um, but it does has happened. But uh, so these are kind of uh, all. Uh, I guess uh, there was uh, three pieces I sent you now, and these are sort of uh, pieces that's been floating around in my mind for a long time. And finally, this Christmas, I sat down and wrote the scores for them and can finalize them to put it that way. So, and um, so are, hmm? these are not just solo guitar, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, they uh, are solo guitar. Those are solo guitar, yeah. Oh, my mistake. Yeah, no problem. No, I've made others too that are sort of have some accompaniment um, as well. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's what I'm remembering. 
Um, yeah, made some that's uh, you know related to the different seasons or whatever seasonal moods I've called it, and that has some accompaniment of different kinds. Like that's you've played one of them before, the sounds of fall. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, but these are all for solo guitar. So I have this goal this year to finish enough to create an album or a release or something like that. Oh uh, yeah. Cool. Probably this year or next year, but I have quite a few bit of material uh, that I've been you know, working on and off for a long time. So I'm hoping to finish enough this year to get that off the bucket list to, uh, you know, publish uh, an album of classical guitar pieces that I've composed. Well, that's, I'm looking forward to seeing that. <laughs> definitely let me know when it's finished. Absolutely. Uh, totally will. I think there's nothing that feels better than when the composition is flowing and it's working. And, yeah. Know. And, and I know you talked about this on the show before though. Sometimes you just, you know, force your way through it or whatever <laughs> to, you know, to com- complete it. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I have to get in a place sometimes where I just do that. And that usually kind of opens the doors, though. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, yes, uh, absolutely. If I just force the piece to be finished, I often come up with a better piece next. Or, you know, it just gets the wheels turning again. And I've been kind of in a, a little stuck right now. So, but a yeah. lot of that, I think, has to do with, uh, you know, I've, ta- I've been tackling some bigger house projects and stuff. So I, I hate to admit it, but guitar has kind of taken a backseat over the last little uh, while. It does from time to time for everyone, I guess. It did for me too for about 10 years or so. Yeah, you mentioned <laughs> being, a, being a father really slowed that down. I'm... And having no place to practice kind of kills the vibe. <laughs> yeah. As much as people in your household love hearing you play guitar, they don't want to hear the same phrase, you know, 15, 20, 30 times in a <laughs> yeah, row. Yeah. <laughs> they knew. Which, yeah, you're breaking down this small section. and Exactly. Yep. So, they're like my son says, but you're just playing the same thing again and again and again. <laughs> <laughs> that's practice for you. <laughs> so, yeah. But, but yeah, like you said, um, you know, sometimes just pushing through open soul and doors, one of these pieces, uh, the one that's called First Light, when that's one of those I kind of pushed through. And when I was writing it, I was kind of, eh. Ah. But after I've been done with it, I've found that it's one that I like a lot and probably one of my favorites the last year um, or f- for quite some time. And the more and more I play it, I'm really, really enjoying it. And so sometimes you, you know, you push through and you get really good results, or at least you're happy with it yourself, which is to me the most important thing anyway. Yeah, me too. I think that's a great small story of how that can go because that's not what you're expecting. And that, that just, that's the reason to push through and finish the piece, whether you're liking it or not. Cause exactly. Yeah. I've kind of had experiences like that too, where, Mm. you know, something I didn't think was very good on the other end is, you know, I actually really like this and I find myself, (laughs) you know, exactly. Yeah. So well, very cool. Christian. Uh, Cool. Do we have other topics? I guess uh, I've spent uh, used quite a bit of your time. <laughs> oh no, that's no trouble at all. I, uh, I I'm so glad you did this. I, you know, to me this is a very fun and special episode. Is doing things like this, and I was really excited when you expressed interest. 
So yeah, no, I th- I just thought about it, and I figured that would be cool and maybe interesting to people as well. And I saw you're getting another luthier on here, and that's gonna be very interesting to see, you know, his perspective. Uh, there's a lot of different opinions, and there's a lot of different, you know. Um, about how to build and uh, woods and methods and techniques and glue and finish. <laughs> so <laughs> we didn't even get into glues. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there's some very strong, uh, I can say there's some very strong opinions about glue as well out there. So <laughs> oh, I might have to ask him about that. And, but, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that should be, it's kind of funny. That's like the compositions all of a sudden, having no relation to the other of two luthiers who say, Hey, I'd like to come on. <laughs> like, okay. yeah, exactly. No, uh, but I think it's uh, important for, um, for guitarists to understand that uh, what, I mean, there's uh, building instrument is uh, there's, like I said before, there's a lot that goes into it. So, you know, take really good care of them because yeah. they are precious and they are easily broken if you don't take care of them. Um, so I'm going to do the tip number two of the day, humidity, keep the, you know, uh, between 40 and 60% always a crack guitar really blows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, unfortunately here we, uh, it's about as dry as it gets out here. I know. <laughs> so I've, I've had, yeah, I've had my no cracked guitars, but, uh, I've had, I've had like bracings fall off and stuff, you know, they, yeah things like that. It is a, a battle to keep the humidity in a dry climate, but absolutely. But yeah, no, I love, I love what you said. It's like, um, you know, <laughs> if you go like visit a farm, you appreciate your food, you know, where your food mm-hmm. actually comes from more, you know, and there, but there's something extra special about like a, a handmade guitar from someone like yourself versus something coming out of a factory, you know, that, there's an art to it and a craftsmanship and it's something I truly admire because it's a skill I don't have and, but yet reap the benefits of every day. I still think it's crazy that I can build them. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of unbelievable that it's, uh, yeah, I can make guitars out of that potentially very expensive firewood I get in the mail. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> so I still, but uh, I love it. It's so great. And um, to hear them make sound is, is amazing. So it's a very good feeling. Right on. Thank you very much, Christian. It's uh, my pleasure. Thank you. It's been a joy to meet you and talk to you. And Me too very much. So let's keep in touch. I will uh, keep sending you music. And uh, if there is anything, if you have other questions or if uh, any of the listeners have questions, uh, I'm more than welcome to try to answer them to the best of my ability. So Awesome. And I can send you the scores for these pieces. I don't know if I did that. (laughs) I know you collect them. so (laughs) I do. Thank you. Yes, I really appreciate that. And they're also available on my website for for downloads. So they're most of my... The music for solo classical guitar, I publish the music there and that's available for free. Excellent. Thank you, Christian. Okay. Thank you. And yeah, uh, maybe we will do this again in a few years or down the line when... Uh, That'd uh, be fun. And maybe there are some uh, other aspiring builders out there that get both, uh, you know, inspired by... (laughs) (laughs) That you can start and pick this up uh, without any 
you know, prior. <laughs> I'm not going to deny that I'm a little inspired myself. Feeling that way, so. <laughs> Actually, that's kind of fun. I mean, I, I put out, uh, now that you mentioned it, uh, I put out, uh, after I built the first one, I, I made like a YouTube video of all the pictures. I, I think I said it to you at one point in time. Yeah, I did watch that one. And uh, that's you know, like the original one you sent yeah. me, right? The, and yeah. I've gotten a lot of people contact me about that. And you know, this one guy said that you know I watched that in my lunch break every day for months before really? I started building my own guitar. And I'm like, wow, that's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Wow. So you know, there's uh, yeah, it's it's fun when you can inspire some people. Uh, and it's, it was the first YouTube video I ever made, and it's got like, I don't know, 900,000 views or something. And I'm like, okay, that's just crazy. <laughs> yeah, um, that's really cool. <laughs> not a lot in the big picture, but still, I never expected anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's an amazing time to be alive, you know, that you can just, yeah, I, need to, and... I need to learn to do this myself. So yeah, I'm going exactly. to. <laughs> Where's that book I put on the shelf? Yeah. So. Great. Thank you so well, much, Chris. Yeah, thank you, Christian. Uh, have a good night. And you and, too. And uh, we'll keep in touch. Okay. Great. We'll see you. Bye-bye. Okay. And that was my interview with Christian Heim. I enjoyed that very much. And, you know, I forgot there were more questions I had for him. But in a good way, uh, the interview just sort of turns into a conversation. And, you know, I like the way it went. So maybe next time. Uh, we're now going to hear three pieces from Christian, the first one being Lights in the Dark, followed by Above the Clouds, and then we will end with First Light.
All right. We have just heard my interview with Christian Heim, guitarist and luthier and composer, and we have heard Christian's recent works, Lights in the Dark, Above the Clouds, and First Light. Again, thank you, Christian. I really enjoyed our conversation, and I hope you all did too. And with that, we're going to call it a show. I'll be back next month. Till then, keep on plucking.